0: Lord, we give you glory, and we give you honor, we give you praise, we exalt you, and we lift you up, truly Lord, you are worthy to be praised, and you are worthy to be adored, Father, we thank you for this evening, we thank you for taking us throughout the day, you have kept us from incidents and accidents, Father, you have protected us all the way, and here we are again, into your presence, Lord. And we pray, God, that as we're about to go into yeah. words, that you lead no. us, Father, that you yeah. lead us by yeah. your spirit, Lord. Father, God, I ask that everything that will be said and done would be to your honor and will be to your glory. Let teaching and understanding be easy, Lord. Let us learn something new, Lord. Open up the hearts of our understanding, Lord, to, to know what you're saying to us, Father, and that as you, as you plant your words, as your words be done, Lord, in our hearts and our minds. We'll be better Christians, Lord. We'll be better people. We will live live a life of holiness. We will live a life of truth, Lord. God, we'll walk worthy in the vocation which you have called us, God. That your word will change our entire being, Lord. God, we just look to you by faith. humble bow before your presence. Bless the teachers. Anoint them refresh In Jesus' name we pray and all
1: these verses. Amen. 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 A pleasant good afternoon to you, Brother Brown here, along with Bishop Stevens and Mr. Brown. We have also with us our sister Ansami, in the name of Jesus Christ. And this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters Program. Our topic today, Preach A Word, Be Instant, In Season, Out of Season, Reprove, Rebuke, exhort. With all long suffering and doctrine. Let me introduce a program using three passages of scriptures. In Colossians chapter two, verse eight it says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. And then in first in first John chapter four, verse one it says beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets are gone out into the world and finally in colossians chapter 3 verse 16 it says let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Our text this afternoon comes from 2 Timothy, the fourth chapter. It reads on this while Wise, <clears throat> I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead, at his appearing and his kingdom, preach a word. Be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they eat to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Bishop Stevens of bless him. Minister Brown says she has a question. Go ahead.
0: As you are reading about trying the spirit, I know that the Bible talks about by their fruit you shall know them. How do one try? How do you try? Try the spirit. Is it because it, it comes by a matter of discernment, or how do you do it?
1: Bishop
2: Stevens. All right. So the question was. Um, How do you try the spirits? Yeah. And you're saying then, of course, you know, we were taught that we should we should um, know them by their fruits.
1: Right.
2: Yes. I I, I kind of think you're answering your own question right there. Um, you know, yes, you know, you have to prove that the Bible says, "Stabana, we should know them that labor amongst us." Um, you're you're not just going to take anyone and um, promote them ordain them or simply just come out with them the first day you meet them you have to watch them okay. you have to test them
0: oh, okay
2: we are you know we, we are tested every day mm-hmm. we are tested every day for our faith there are people out there that will just intentionally try us to pull us out of our faith okay. um this is when you know that you are you're fully engulfed in the word of God. You know it's going to happen. You prepare your heart and your mind for it. You don't come amongst you. You have to watch them. See their action. See their work. See their labor. Okay. Then you have to, that's, when, that's the trial part of it. That's the trial part of it. Okay. You know, Three weeks probably won't do it. Six weeks probably won't do it. Mm-hmm. It will take years for you to know some people. And some people can hide it. Mm-hmm. Hide it very well. Mm-hmm. So, yes, a part of us, we have to use the Spirit of God okay. to discern good and bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you are in the Word, mm-hmm. if you are in the Word mm-hmm. and you're abiding under the Spirit of God, you're going to know the good ones from the bad ones. You're going to know an apple that came from a pear tree. You're going to know a pear that came from an apple tree. You shall know them by their fruits
1: okay. um that is so true and correct the word is try right a lot of times you're in the kitchen cooking and you would call me and you would say michael come here mm-hmm. and what you taste it. say try, it. try this
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah try that try and what do we do we test it we taste it we see the flavor well a trial is something ...similar to what goes on in a courtroom. Mm. They try the person. You want to know if the person is innocent... ...or the person is guilty. So you will say something to the person. Mm. And it's close to the edge. The person will lose their temper. And they show you a spirit of anger. Another time, you will do something, say something they will show you wrath they will show you the and it's the same thing with the spirits and the prophets you say let me see how this person reacts to different situations it's like meeting a man or a woman and you decide that I am interested in how the person looks because the first thing that you are attracted to is the way the person carries themselves but you're not seeing a person you're seeing a house that they live in the person is on the inside so you begin to engage the spirit you begin to engage the inner man what's inside and you provoke him a little bit not to wrath the bible says provoke not your children to but you can push them a little bit you want to know their capabilities you want to know what their limits are so you try the person when they are in your classroom by giving them different levels of exams. So you know what their abilities are, what they're able to manage, what they, you give them an assessment test, it is called. So you now know their competence. You know what they're able to do and then you begin to deal with the situation from where it is. Okay. So, as we read previously, let me read it one more time. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, I charge ye therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach a word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Bishop Stephen.
2: Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Welcome, Dr. Oh. Welcome, Doc. Amen, Amen. Jesus. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Paul, Paul wrote this letter to Timothy. And, and, and Paul here now, we must remember that Paul is now in Rome. Paul is now in Rome. Paul is basically at the end of his Ministry. Paul wrote this letter to Timothy, and again, with the passion that he had inside of him, you know, Paul said to him, I charge thee. Remember now, Timothy was still in Ephesus, Paul was in Rome, wrote this letter to Timothy, told him straightforward, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the lord jesus christ and make note you know he made reference to both god and the lord jesus christ who shall judge the quick and the dead and his appearing and his kingdom the time will come where we will judge angels Paul was making a Paul was making a, 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 an intentional impact here on his mind. I'm charging you this. Not before just before God, but but before the Lord. And before God. You remember when Thomas, when Thomas proved Jesus, when he came and he saw when he got the witness, the proof that this was Jesus. God didn't ignore his, his, his Godhead. He said, My God, my Lord, and my God. The two cannot be separated. And so this is where Paul was using them. He had the opportunity to be used. He said, For God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead, and is appearing pre. The word. Preach the word. In season, out of season, not when you feel like it, Timothy. Not when you are healthy and strong. Not when you have money. Not when things are going well in your life. In season, for the season, not just summertime, not just winter. Not just fall, Amen. continually reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Amen. He made four. Doctrine. Amen. Doctrine was the main part here. Preach the word, the doctrine.
1: So here, what we have... Paul charging Timothy God is spirit it's a spirit that raised Jesus from the dead it's a spirit that lives in you and me it's a spirit in whom we live and move and have our being it is a spirit that if you make your bed in hell God is there so God is spirit God is spirit there are seven Spirits of God. There are seven spirits of God. Now, God was manifested in the flesh. The spirit became flesh and dwelt among us and became our Lord. No man hath seen God at any time. You cannot see God. That's why the Bible says, No, unto the invisible God he cannot be seen. But he manifests himself in the person of Jesus Christ. So Paul was saying... Wherever you are in the spirit, as Bishop rightly said, Paul was in Rome, Timothy was in Ephesus. So he says, I'm here, you are there. Jesus sits upon his throne in heaven unless he manifests himself right here. So he says, I charge thee before God who is everywhere. God is present everywhere at the same time. And the Lord Jesus Christ who appears amen welcome woman of God Minister Judith amen so God is spirit he says I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ listen to this who shall judge the living the quick and the dead and then listen to the other appearing at his appearing and his kingdom. So God is going to judge the quick at his appearing. The living, the dead in Christ shall rise first and God is going to judge those who are now alive at his appearing. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him. So he is going to judge the living at his appearing and the dead at his kingdom. He said preach a word so the charge the point here what he is presenting the core of his argument what he is emphasizing is that you preach the word preach the word he says instant in season out of season don't be hesitant just preach a word when they say it is a time for it you preach it when they say it's not the time for it you still preach it and then he says you must reprove that is to correct rebuke that is to chastise exhort that is to speak to with all patience and do it when you do it with the apostles doctrine the doctrine of jesus christ but this is a charge it's supposed to be done a certain way at a certain time before all men then verses three and four states for the time will come we're there now for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall be turned, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Bishop Stevens.
2: So we are here. We are here now. At that time. At we that point. In that time that men will not want to hear truth. Jesus Christ did miracles before the, 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 the Israelites before the scribes, the Pharisees everything that Jesus Christ did was good the Bible said everywhere he went he was doing good but it was the truth that he spoke that they want to crucify him for <coughs> that he made himself equal to God. So, if Paul is now looking and making making claim to this doctrine that is is perfect, preach a doctrine, because there's going to come a time that man will not endure it. They don't want to hear it, because it's truth. Truth will now affect their lifestyle. Truth will now put them in a position where they're now held accountable for what they do. Preach the truth. The doctrine. They don't want to hear the truth. So now they seek after different churches. That is now giving, giving them stories. Every Sunday morning I go to church. This pastor is telling stories. Not preaching from the word. Stories after story after story. They're not going into the root of the, of the doctrine. Not putting out the living truth. The living word. That can say. That can restore. Here's what it says. It says rebuke. Reprove, exhort, and Ella gave you an example. Reprove, rebuke. You know, to, to, to chastise. You, you have to make sure that the word, when, when the word sinks in, if you're doing wrong, you're chastised. Oh, you're yes. convicted. Oh, yes. It corrects you. <laughs>
3: that word
2: is Those weird. itching ear people who want to hear fables are going to love it because they're not hearing truth. So they can live six days a week ungodly and the seventh day they act like they are holy Amen.
1: now when Paul wrote this passage when Paul wrote this passage of scripture then about AD 47 I believe he says the time will come yeah. he spoke of a time in the future then he spoke of the time in which we live The time will come when they will not endure. Many have started out. Many have started out on the road, in the way, but they did not endure. Jesus told the story. When the sun came up and it began to get hot, some of the seeds that sprung up quickly did not have any depth. And it withered away under the heat of the sun. So the time came when they will not endure sound doctrine. Sound doctrine is truth. It says this is right and this is wrong based on the word of God. But as you mentioned churches, I would go so far as to say denominations. Hmm. A group of people wanting to believe certain things a certain way. Say this is our denomination. this is what we believe they fell away from the apostles' doctrine, so they chose to go a different way. The Bible says there's going to come a falling away because the apostles preach the doctrine from the day of Pentecost, and it's being preached up to today. The word didn't change, but the people would not endure sound doctrine. We don't want to hear that. What am I saying? In Sodom, when the angels came down and Lot proposed to the men of Sodom that they take his daughter, they said, we don't want, no, 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 no. We don't want that. And if you, you don't get out of the way, we're going to grab you. They okay. did not want sound doctrine. So what they do, they had their own city, their own charter, their own corporation, their own ways and their own lifestyle. And that was the way of Moab, the descendant of Lot. It came down to Ammon, another one of his children. He was involved with his daughters, his daughters, the City and the behaviors of that place had gotten in their minds, and out of not knowing, they engage in an illicit relationship. So they did not endure sound doctrine. But what they do now, after their own loss, after their own desire to please themselves, and the things that they want to do, they eat to themselves teachers, they select their own teachers who believe the way they do, they are not prepared to hear different points of views. They gather people saying the same things that they are saying because their ears wanted to hear things that they were familiar with. Paul encountered it on Mars Hill when he saw men who gathered to discuss the news, so to speak. That's why we watch the 6 o'clock news. We want to see what's happening. Uh The Bible says, And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. The Bible says we must avoid all these fables. So when we stand up and say, I'm staying with the word, this is what the word says. They tell you, Well, in the Greek, it says this. And in the Hebrew, it says that. And in the Latin it says this and I said on the day of Pentecost it said they all heard in their own tongue wherein they were born so I told one I was impressed by his knowledge of Greek another by his knowledge of Latin and a third by his knowledge of Hebrew because God knows that I was gonna come out of Jamaica so he came to me in my own tongue wherein i was born he said to me that the greeks seek after wisdom so they're trying to impress with their learning head knowledge they are trying to impress with how studious they are but god said not so he said look among you not many wise men after the flesh one of my friends he don't talk to me anymore Because he could not find an answer. Every man heard in his own tongue wherein he was born. So your knowledge of Greek and Hebrew and Latin is meaningless when you're speaking to the souls because God speaks to the souls in their own tongue wherein they Mm. were born. So the one seeking Greek and Latin, he's seeking after wisdom, he's not seeking Christ. Some men came to Philip and said, we would see Jesus. So my goal and my objective is to see Jesus, not to present my academic qualifications to the church. Bishop Stevens.
2: Amen. Uh, you're right, it is, it is. It is a fact. It is a fact that this is where we're stuck today, you know, the very church, uh, uh, and you said earlier, you know, some... Denominations uh, who uh, you know who, who who had the truth, uh, just for some reason or another, have veered away from the truth. They've now gone astray. They've now gone astray. You know, listen to too much stories. But today, the word of God is saying, "Stay with the truth." Amen. Preach the word. Preach the word.
1: Now, verses Amen. five and six of First Timothy chapter four, yes. for uh, Second Timothy, rather. I beg your pardon. We're in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 5 and 6 says, But watch thou in all things. But watch, watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Yes. Make full proof of thy ministry. For I'm now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is not at hand. Bishop Stevens.
2: Amen. And so so here, here, here again... The word watch comes into play uh, Paul is saying but watch thou in all things in all things there are gonna come scoffers and the Bible speak about some scoffers they're gonna be some of them false prophets who come around and they will mislead you with, with with fine words and these intellectual conversation they're gonna try to mislead you the Bible said endure afflictions we're gonna be afflicted we're gonna be persecuted any man who decides to follow after Jesus is going to be tried. you're going to be persecuted, you're going to be afflicted. It's not a rosy road. Don't make nobody fool you. Mm. You're going to be tried, you're going to be afflicted. But the word is here saying, do the work of an evangelist. I'm not an evangelist, I'm a
1: pastor.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So who is a pastor? Who is a prophet? Who's a bishop? Who's a teacher? You are an evangelist.
1: Oh, excuse me.
2: (laughs) You're an evangelist first, before you come with your fine titles. You are an evangelist, one who goes out and preach the word.
1: Hallelujah.
2: And at the end of the day, it is the word that really matters. So if the prophet does not preach the word, if the pastor does not preach the word, if the if the teacher, if the bishop doesn't preach the word, then you're not evangelizing.
1: You're not bringing souls to the kingdom. That's, that's what it's about. But pastors say, I got to be in church all the time and I must make sure I don't miss church. He wants me here.
2: Where is the church? Where is the church? The church is inside of you. So anywhere I go, the church went with me. Jesus within me. So when I show up at your house, when I show up at your school, when I show up at the job, God showed up. So we have to be the evangelists in all things. Preach that word as an evangelist. Make full proof. Of thy ministry, you have to prove your ministry. You have to prove that you are that you are a preacher, a teacher, a bishop, a pastor. Don't walk around the title. You must prove it. If you say that you are a pastor, then prove it.
1: So if you're saying does. to me, a mechanic must work on cars, and a carpenter must work on buildings. Yeah, I know. I'm saying if a
2: mechanic says a mechanic, okay. you must be able to fix the car. Okay. A carpenter must be able to do the work of a carpenter, fix, make a dresser, a, a wardrobe, a, a fish, fix a kitchen counter. You said you're a carpenter, right, sir? Yes. And I'm paying you to do carpentry. You said you're a mechanic, sir, so I'm paying you to fix my motor. Prove <laughs> who you say you are.
1: So now he says. Prove
2: who you, say you are. But watch you the you if you say you can heal, but you want $2,000 to fix my problem, then you are a thief.
1: Amen. Amen. He said, watch Amen. thou in... Or maybe you are a doctor. Because some of these doctors, if you see the bill, <laughs> you... <laughs> he says, but watch thou in all things. Watch thou. Beloved, what's wrong with you? They went up in the prayer line and they shut their eyes. Their eyes closed. And the pastor have his hand in their pocketbooks. He <laughs> said, Watch that. thou in all things. Endure afflictions. That means I must not be reactive. I mustn't be too quick to react. Bless the Lord, Ella Dennis. Bless the Lord, everybody. I must not be we'll too quick to react. He says, Endure afflictions. I heard a certain person preaching, I'm not going to call it a name. So he said he started his job about two or three weeks ago. <laughs> and he said, it's like, some, somebody just takes it on him and start provoking him and mess with his work and aggravate him and bother him and all those things. The Bible says, endure affliction. Yes. And take it preach to him do the work of an evangelist he does the work of an evangelist though he does the job and then he says don't be afraid to call the name of your ministry don't be afraid i know some people have ministry but they are afraid to call the name (coughs) i can't make nobody know i'm a minister (laughs) open doors ministry of jesus christ
2: amen bless the lord
1: Amen. You're not afraid to say it. Somebody say, but you... You you said, let me explain something to you and I'm only going to tell you one time before I begin to condemn you. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Things I used to do are cast in the sea of forgetfulness. Yes, sir. I am now a new creature in Christ. Then he said, prove your ministry. So I don't want to hear no foolishness from you. I seek to know nothing about you. See if Jesus Christ and him crucified. I'm not a garbage man. Neither am I a garbage can. So if you got your garbage, don't bring it to me. I don't have time for it. And you cut him off. Make full proof of your ministry. Why? Because brother soon gone. <laughs> he said, for I'm now ready to be offered. Yes he was in the hands of nero i'm now mm. ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand Is at, at hand he said you got to carry on Amen. you right. it got to go on because it's the work of god that's right bishop Amen. stevens let me stop <laughs> he says i have fought a good fight i, I have finished fight. my course yeah. I have kept the faith. In sport there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only. Not Not to me only. Some preachers are, I'm a pastor. I preach every Sunday here. I I am in charge here. Every Sunday I am in charge. Not to me only. There are others with a (laughs) crown but unto all them also that love mm-hmm. is appearing mm-hmm. bishop stevens i have fought a good fight my this god is very to us. you know and I, I, and I use
2: paul as the example because this is the writer here you know and he knew what he has been through yes. he knew what suffered he said listen man through it all through it all there were roadblocks there were valleys there were hills but yes. i fought i fought I've been whipped, I've been shipwrecked, I've been jailed, but I kept fighting. Mm -hmm. I never pulled back. I never withdraw my hand. I would not be worthy for the kingdom. He said here, I have finished my course. He knows that he came to the end now. Now he's about to be offered. Yes, he was before Nero, he was in Rome, he was tried. And it's not like they were trying him to find him innocent. They knew the outcome, so Paul said, I'm ready. But guess what, I kept the faith, minister Dennis. Yes, sir. I, what I kept the faith, I, listen, yes. listen. All that you're accusing me of, you're right. Amen. I did preach the gospel, I did teach. When you flogged me and tell me to leave, no, I came back
3: mm-hmm.
2: because I had to preach the word. I was a prisoner yes, of before I became prisoner of hero. Hallelujah. So he had to prove to them his ministry. So he said, Listen, I have thought it. I'm finished. Do what you yeah. want to do. Because I've, I've given the word. I've given the word. It is seeds planted. I've planted I've planted churches. Ministries have opened. Young men are growing. People are being saved. I have done my job. What do you want to do? You can't do anything more to me. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, it you know, from your crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the Lord, the righteous judge, because we have some, we have some unrighteous judges out here. The righteous judge shall give me at that day, not only me, not only me, but all them that I love appearing. By the christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah towards a crown we are working towards our crown in the name of jesus
1: amen now it is important that you go back to verse one and look at two words in verse one it says he shall judge the dead at his appearing and at his kingdom Amen. And here, in verse 8, he says, But unto all them also that love is appearing. You see a recurrence of the word appearing. Amen. The dead. Now, now this one is a living though. Here he says, I am now ready to be offered. Mm-hmm. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. In Jamaica, they used to have a place they call race course. It's a circuit where the horses, they race around or maybe in school, you have a certain course or you have a certain area of learning and you have to finish it. But Judas was a dropout preacher. Judas. (laughs) Judas Judas was. The Bible says (laughs) he obtained a part a part of the ministry amen he obtained a he part of the ministry you got a lot of drop old preachers the bible says lovers of filthy luke Judas loved money yes. he, did, he did so because he loved money he dropped out he did not fight the good fight of faith he did not lay hold on eternal life he did not finish his course he didn't keep the faith So he died. But here Paul says, henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. Here is where the word is used a second time. The Bible speaks of the appearing and the coming of the Lord. One. But two separate events. The appearing and coming of the Lord are one, but two separate uh, events. Appear is that instantaneous sighting of the individual. He appears and the movement towards us is the coming. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall he also appear with him in glory. And to them that look for him shall he appear. But those who aren't looking for him shall see him coming. It's like when we were little, our mom would bring home food every night. So about 10.30 we would get up, some of us, and we would look. And the moment she cracked the corner, food coming no we ran out to meet her we shall be caught up to meet him so we ran out to meet her the dead in christ shall rise first and we that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the lord now my mom didn't turn back and go back to work where she was coming from she's coming And we went out to meet her. She continues coming. We saw her when she appeared. We ran to meet her. Then we turned around and came back to the house. So here the word says, Henceforth there's later for me a crown of righteousness which the law, the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only But unto all them also, that love is appearing. When you are watching, when you are looking, when you are looking up for that redemption to draw nigh, you will see the appearing of the Lord. But if you're not watching, you're not looking, you're going to see the Lord coming with 10,000 of his angels, with 10,000 of his saints. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, the trumpet shall sound. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Amen. And we that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. To meet him. Somebody say, oh, when they go up to meet the Lord, then they're going to go back up in heaven. The Bible doesn't say that. We went out to meet him. He continues coming to the earth yes there will be that wedding feast in heaven the bride and his bridegroom and we continue our journey to the earth verses 9 and 10 Bishop he says do thy diligence to come shortly unto me for Demas had forsaken me having loved this present world and is departed unto Thessalonica Christians to Galatia Titus unto Dalmatia. One more or two more verses. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he's profitable to me for the ministry. Bishop Stevens. Your mic is off, Bishop.
2: Praise the Lord. Do thy diligence come shortly unto me. Make haste, Timothy. Make haste, because the time is short. He said, due diligence, due diligence to come shortly unto me. Because Paul knew the time has come. And he wanted to see Timothy. He wanted to see Timothy. All those who were with him, he said, they have gone back. Demas, he returned for the love of the world. He loved that present world. So he returned. He returned unto where he possibly came from, Thessalonica. The Bible said, uh, departed unto the Thessalonica. Crescent to Galatia. Titus unto Dalmatia." So, many people will start out this journey, and at some point in time, will turn back.
1: Drop out preachers.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drop out preachers. Amen, sir. So, and, and there are those also who are working for a crown, who at some point in time now started to start to go to different places and hearing fables and stories and start to get they, they are now walking away from the truth to go listen to itching ears and stories. They've departed. They dropped out. But Luke, he said, only Luke is with me. Luke, the physician. We all know Hallelujah. Luke, the physician. Of course, Luke. Luke wrote the book of Acts, and he also wrote the book of Luke. So Luke was there as a physician, you know, ministering to Paul. So so Luke was playing a a very deep role in the background. He said, only Luke is with me. But take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. Now, if you read the story about uh, John (laughs) Mark, if you know the story about John Mark, John Mark and Barnabas, Uh, You know, uh, Paul and Barnabas was not preparing to to go back on their, I think it was their second trip. And, you know, there was a great contention. And Paul did not want John Mark to come with him. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ella. Correct me if I'm wrong. Paul did not want John Mark to come with him, but Barnabas took him.
1: Yes, because John Mark Mark had departed from them on the first trip. He didn't finish the course. He dropped out right. on the first trip. Short. Exactly. So, this time
2: he didn't want him to come with him. Amen. And that's a, it, it, it is a story to read. He did not want to come with him on the second, the second trip. So, to understand what he's saying here, bring, take Mark and bring him with thee, for he's profitable to me for the ministry. That he's saying quite simply in the past, he was not of any good to me. But bring him now. Bring him now. I'm sure he has learned his lesson. You know, he has done some work in the ministry. Now he knows what's happening. Bring him with me now. Bring him to me for the ministry. Bring him with me. And Tycheus have I sent to Ephesus. So, you know, we must understand that there are those who are gonna fall out. But then they're gonna probably return. Some will come back. Some will now be profitable to the ministry because they have learned their lesson this is where john mark came in that paul was said bring him because now he's profitable for the ministry amen any questions are Are there
1: any questions amen are there any questions no i think uh, i'm clear because i was saying uh, in timothy chapter 4 verse 1 i've just realized that um, when paul says i charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom. So, you know, literally, when you say the dead, it's like they're not alive. But I know the dead who had, had died, but they woke up and they were judged. Um, you are yes, absolutely always, correct, yes. Doctor Katenga. No, you're absolutely correct because there is a separation of 1,000 years between the resurrection of the living and the resurrection of the dead. The Bible speaks Mm -hmm. about the Lord judging the quick, that is the living, and the dead in verse Mm -hmm. 1. So he equates the quick with his appearance and the dead with his kingdom. The reign Mm -hmm. of Christ for 1,000 years before the dead. The rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. But Bishop made a point that I would just like to touch on. He said, Mark. You see, Mark had dropped out. He did not endure affliction as a good soldier. He was probably young. And he could not take the rigors of that missionary journey. But Barnabas was one of consolation. Paul was yes. one of Paul saw an immediate need Paul had a zeal and a fire that John Mark could not keep up with but Barnabas' task was to mentor and to train leaders and ministers and things like that but Paul didn't have the time I said to Bishop one time Bishop I'm going to share something with you just one time just one time God has designated different people for different tasks. And some, he said, must give themselves to the word of God and doctrine. If you are divided into 50 different areas, you will not be able to do any one thing well. But if you focus on that to which you are called, that is why we have the writings of Paul. But there's only one epistle of Barnabas. Barnabas was about training individuals paul was about writing the gospel was about going on missionary journeys planting churches establishing ministers training them teaching them but he was not that nurturing individual he left that to others he gave that task to others as he went about doing his task so he said Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he's profitable to me for the ministry. Now, Paul was also a businessman. He was in a tent making business with Aquila and Priscilla. So he looked at things in terms of profit and loss. He says, hey, this guy, this guy. huh? Yes, he's now profitable. He's an investment. So he said, now he can be profitable. And finally, you said, only Luke is with me. That reminded me that Paul had an affliction in his flesh, a messenger of Satan, that the yeah. Lord told him that he must endure. The Lord said, my grace is sufficient for thee. There are times you pray to the Lord, and say, Lord, why, Lord, please. And the Lord is saying, this is to keep your feet on the ground. This is to make okay. sure you don't get swell-headed. Okay. This is to make sure. He said, Lord, but this thing, this thing. And Lord said, go thy way.
2: Yes, Lord. My strength is made perfect. My strength
1: Lord, is made perfect. Lord said, go thy way. He said, I'm not oh, going to deliver God, you. My God. Yes. So when people tell you, great big evangelistic healing service, bring the sick, the lame, the wheelchair and stuff. Nobody can heal except Jesus Christ. Nobody can deliver except Jesus Christ. Yes. So we must remember all things are of God. Next verse. Now, verse 13 says, The cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works, of whom be thou aware also for ye had greatly withstood our words. Bishop Stevens.
2: Amen. So, you know, here had some supplies that he left behind that he wanted him to bring for him when he's coming. Uh, in particular, he, the Bible said here yeah, the parchments and the mm-hmm. parchment. I'm sure, are th- those that he had written all those gospels. Amen. You know, <laughs> don't, please don't leave those behind you remember there was a time when um, men were digging, you know, in the caves over, over in the Middle East, and men were finding the lost sea scrolls and Dead people sea. were at, in, in those the Dead Sea Scrolls, and people were hiding. They were hiding these words because they knew that at some point in time they will be they will be killed, and so they were hiding these these, these writings uh, that maybe one day somebody will find them and the word will continue, whatever the writings were. And so he said, here, bring the books, especially the parchments. Those are what I have inscribed and what I've written on. You know, they can't, you know, the, the, the words will not dissolve easily, the words will not, will not erase easily. Bring those, I need those, Those are very important. Because the ministry must go on. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. We know who a coppersmith is. Mm -hmm. And Alexander, this was a coppersmith. This was a man the Bible said that the the law rewarded him according to his work. Why? The Bible said greatly withstood our word. So Alexander was one that was standing against them and against what they were preaching and teaching. It's it's like Saul. When Saul first began, persecuting the Christians. Alexander was doing the same thing pretty much. He was standing against them. He was a coppersmith, one who worked with copper. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have a blacksmith, Minister Dennis, man who worked with horseshoe and, you know, would beat the iron until it fits on the horseshoe. This man was a coppersmith. The Bible said, he did me much evil. And when Paul said a man did him much evil, you must consider that this man was doing evil while they were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen? Of whom be thou... We also, be aware of him, watch him, keep your eyes on him, for he hath greatly withstood our words.
1: Now, we, now we must remember, as you rightly said, who Elizondo was. Now in Ephesus, they made images to Diana. He was a coppersmith. And they would make little statues and things like that and they would sell. He was a businessman. Paul was a businessman. Mm. Paul made tents. He made images and idols for your dashboard. You know those little idols you put on your dashboard? Yeah. St. Joseph and St. Mary and St. Jude and whatever little idols they worship. So Paul came and Paul began to preach that there are no gods that are made with men's hands. So Elisabeth said, What? You mean this man want to destroy my little economy over here? He's trying to tell these people that there are no gods that are made with hands. What is he trying to do? Wreck my business? So Elizander stirred up the people and there was a great big uproar. And the people began to try to seize Paul and the rest of them. And we read in um, Acts chapter 19. You know where Elizander it says... Acts chapter 19, Bishop.
2: Acts chapter 19.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. One second here. Acts 19 and verse.
1: All right. We want to start with verse 24.
2: Amen. Verse 24. And the reason this wise. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, which made silver shrine for Diana, brought no small gain unto the craftsmen, whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation and said, sirs, ye know that by this craft we have our wealth. Moreover, ye see and hear that none alone at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, this Paul had persuaded and turned away much people, saying that there be no gods which are made with hands mm-hmm. so that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at naught but also that the naught be also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised and her significant and her magnificence should be destroyed whom all
1: Asia and the world worshiped okay so what happened? Elizander was a coppersmith. Um Alexander was a coppersmith. Demetrius was a silversmith, and they would make little images. So Demetrius went and he gathered all the rest of men who were in his craft. Elizander was an eloquent man, a learned man. He could articulate, make, and express his points of views, and he withstood Paul in the discussion. So here Paul was saying to Timothy, be careful of him. There are some schools of divinity and they will teach men and women how to preach and how to stir the people. What words you should use, how you should train them to behave as sheep. And they will teach you all those little devices that you would use to control and manipulate people. And many of them are very eloquent men and women. But they're making yeah. idols of silver and gold and such like. Steering men towards the temple of Diana. Steering men and women towards idols. So you have to be wear of them. And this is what Paul said. He said he greatly withstood our we- words, so you must be careful of him. In verses 16 through 18, it reads, At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Bishop Stevens.
2: Praise the Lord Jesus. And to no man stood with me, law no men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge, and so again, Paul was you know was now was now related in his heart here to Timothy that you know look they have, they have they have walked away from me, you know, they have walked away from me um but I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. We remember Stephen said the same thing about the men who stoned him, amen you know. And, and, and Stephen was was now Stephen now knew that God was gonna protect him and take him into his arm. You know, absent from the body, he's now present with Christ. He saw the vision before he even before he even, he was even taken away. And Paul here is saying, Listen, you know, th- these men stood with me, but now they left me. I pray that God may not may not lay to their charge. I did my best. I prayed for them. I'm praying for them that God will not lay to their charge. Amen. But verse 17 again, I love what Paul always, Paul always come back to this very word. He said, but notwithstanding.
3: Mm-hmm. Nevertheless. But
2: notwithstanding nevertheless. Nevertheless. Hallelujah. He said, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me. There was a time when David was, was stressed and confused and didn't know what to do. When the Bible said that David encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the law. Paul said, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me. When my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up and teach me thy ways. And so Paul here is saying, listen, when all of them departed from me, they walked away and they left me, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. Glory to God. That by me, the preaching might be fully known. So even when they were persecuting me, I didn't care. I kept preaching. I preached in jail. I preached on the ship. I preached to I preached to the kings. I would not stop preaching and that all the Gentiles might hear. So he did it for us. Mm. Because Jesus already told him that you're going to suffer much for my name's sake.
1: Amen. Yes.
2: bring Hallelujah. this word to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Paul was determined to get the word to the Gentiles.
1: Hallelujah. So
2: doesn't matter what you did to me, notwithstanding, nevertheless, this word will be preached and it will be brought to the Gentiles. It said, My the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. The land." We, 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 we started the lion in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. You know, the Empire the Roman Empire, you know, stood with me and strengthened me. So, only the Lamb of God. Is able to strengthen us and to stand with us in the time of persecution and the Lord stood with him and the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work Amen. every evil work there were sorcerers and wizardsmen during that time uh, you know who were doing again we talked about we talked about the, the coppersmith and they were building, they were making statues and idols mm. they had sorcerers in those days and I would preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever amen paul did not care to know what was going to happen to him he knew that he was with god he knew that god was with him amen. so he had no problem dying nevertheless
1: notwithstanding the lord stood with me amen so now we have here Paul saying, at my first answer. At my first answer. What he was doing was reflecting on the Damascus road. When he had said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus. He first answered. But Paul had a reputation. He had just participated previously in the stoning of Stephen. He had persecuted the church. He was on his way to Damascus, and he encountered the Lord. The Lord called him, and he first answered the Lord on the Damascus road. But now, people are such that they don't know, and they're not sure whether you're a sinner or you're a saint. So at his first answer, nobody stood with him. It was the same Barnabas that took him and brought him to the disciples because everybody yes. forsook him. That's Why right. did they forsake you poor? Well, there was this little matter of me persecuting <laughs> them,
3: <laughs>
1: of me putting them to death. Yes. But now the shoe was on the other foot. He was now being persecuted. Yes, They wanted to kill him, so he was let down over the wall in a basket. He now understood what Stephen meant when Stephen prayed to God that it be not laid to, to their charge. He was now at the place where Stephen was and he remembered his life, the journey, the prayer. And the next point before we close, he says the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work. He's now acknowledging, confessing that things have happened and the deliverance of the Lord is not necessarily necessarily always deliverance in the flesh. Many times people are delivered spiritually. Amen. Amen. Sometimes they're called home. Amen. (coughs) He says the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. That preservation is not a natural preservation where you put it in a jar and seal it. Yeah. It is sealed, but it's in a building not made with hands. Back into the hands of Bishop Stevens, who will see if there are any questions, and we will stop here for tonight. Bishop Stevens.
2: Amen. Any questions, gentlemen, ladies? amen 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 so do that diligence to come before winter. ebola's greeted thee and Pudens and linus and claudia and all the brethren and all the brethren amen and amen we thank god for the word that we have heard tonight we thank god for these letters keep in mind that these are pastoral epistles, these were written unto the pastors of the church, the leadership. Uh, This book is of of Timothy, 1st and 2nd Timothy. They are like the constitution of the church. It is what we go by. It's what we live by. It is what we run to when there's a question about uh, something that has to do with the church. We go to 1st and 2nd Timothy. And the answer is there. The answer is there. Amen so we live by these words as ministers of the of the most high god and we must live it not just preach it but live it amen the topic topic tonight is is preach the word preach the word in season and out of season reprove rebuke exhort in all long suffering and doctrine in the name of jesus we're going to close right here in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We thank God for all of you who have come and have been listening to the word. This this is the word of God. It's it, it, it's, an, it's a light, it illuminates in our mind. We, we get understanding. Those who are on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, we thank God that you have joined us tonight. God bless you. Please stay with us for the rest of the week. We will have more studies that you can hear and bring your Bible, study these words, Come back with your questions and we will answer them biblically in the name of Jesus. Let us pray in the name Before of Before we pray.
1: pray, Bishop, we have with us Minister Judith Winters. Um, she's yes, on the absolutely.
2: Line. Go ahead, Bishop. Blessed woman of God.
4: Greetings. Thank you so much for having me. Thank
2: Please greet so- us. Please greet us. <laughs>
4: greetings everyone. I just want to say thank you. Um, I wanted to just uh, participate and join this Bible study. Surely as I was listening, um, the word of God is good. As you uh, and uh, Minister Brown broke the word, I get to understand, you know, from the lives of other people, we can also take something for ourselves and you know as as it was written um, by Paul and he strengthened us through his testimony he let us know that one we shouldn't get tired in doing well he said preach the gospel instant in season and out of season so even when we feel like it and even when we don't we have a charge to keep and a God to glorify So um, thank you so much. I greet all the saints that are on the line um, just for sharing this word. And um, just one more thing that stood out as you were sharing. It talked about how, you know, Paul was saying um, he was left alone, but the Lord stood stood with him. And so many times that we at one point or another in our lives, we can feel as if. We are alone and it would appear very much very real that we are by ourselves just <clears throat> like Paul. Because Paul said and, and when we notice the when we notice the the emptiness and we notice the isolation or the abandonment, it's when we are in the crucible of life. It's when we are at our testing point it's when we find ourselves at a time where we really need someone in our corner but when we reach for them they are not there Mm -hmm. but the victory in the text for me as it was spoken tonight is that paul said you know if i'm going to paraphrase he said i look for others to stand with me but they were not there i'm paraphrasing He said, but the Lord stood with me. And tonight, that is such a consolation to know that as we travel this Christian journey, as we walk, as we live our life to the glory and honor of God, may we always remember when we feel Him and when we don't, that He is standing right by our side. Thank you for allowing me to share. Amen. God bless you. Amen.
2: God bless you. Woman, I ask you if you can close us out in prayer. I would so much appreciate it, man.
4: Oh, thank you so much. Yes, let us pray. Amen. Father, we are so grateful for your faithfulness, for your love, for your tenderness towards us. We thank you, oh God, that you allowed men and women oh God, to even cause these words to be set up to encourage us. We thank you, oh God, that as you were with Paul way back then, you are with us today. Lord, we are on the line because we love your word and we look for your appearing. Father, tonight may these words be cemented in our hearts. Father, we thank you that there is victory in your word. We thank you, oh God, that there is life in your word. We yes. thank you, oh God, that there is encouragement in your word. I thank you tonight that as the, the brethren, as we listen, that our hearts are encouraged. We're mm. encouraged to know that God, as we called Paul with the with, the, with the earthly calling, Father, you call him to preach. And Father, through this test, O oh God, we know, Lord, that he was encouraging others, oh God, from his own conviction that we all stay the courts. That we are, we should, that God, there will be times when we feel discouraged, when we want to give up. But Lord, when we want to keep silent, when we don't want to do good, when we don't want to do what is right. Father, there will be times when we are tested, but we're encouraged. Through the word of God tonight, oh God, that we are to keep on keeping on. Paul said, yes. preach the gospel. Be instant in season and out of season. Tonight, God, let someone be that father they might be on discouragement tonight may be encouraged to know that whether they feel like it or not that they should continue oh god to do good they should continue to sow their seeds they should continue to, to 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 continue to press on in their faith. They should continue to pray. They should continue to seek your faith. They should continue, oh God, to fight the good fight of faith, laying hold to eternal life. Tonight, I thank you, oh God, that everyone on this line, you have a purpose for them. I thank you, oh God, that you're revealing your purpose in their lives. I thank you, oh God, that the devil is a liar, that they're mighty and they're strong in you. And even as they hear the word, they're becoming stronger. They're they're, they're, they're being encouraged to know that they're not in this walk alone, that they're not on this journey by themselves. But God, we have the house of faith and even when it looks like the house of faith is not with us hallelujah you in your word that you will never leave us nor forsake us tonight hallelujah. let someone be be encouraged let their head be lifted knowing that you are with them right now perfect yes. them, i pray oh god perfect us help us to be everything you've called us to be Father, we thank you tonight that even as we depart one from another, may your Holy Spirit continue to minister words of light, words of joy, songs, oh God, that will cause us to want to press on. Father, I thank you tonight. Someone needs to know that you love them and that you haven't stopped loving them. And God, you're working on them and you're going to fulfill feel your promises to them tonight let them let, let them know let them sense your presence let them feel you and i pray right now god that you will bless this ministry closer walk ministry i pray may bless the bishops bless the pastors bless the ministers bless the brethren father blanket them with your your presence and continue to protect them as they go out and as they come in give them peace Give them joy in the Holy Ghost. Let them find good things, O God. Let them find, Lord, blessings even as they live from day to day. I thank you today for strengthening the saints. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. amen.